Chapter 2 The Big Friendly Giant My father, without the slightest doubt, was the most marvellous and exciting father any boy ever had. You might think, if you didn't know him well, that he was a stern and serious man. He wasn't. He was actually a wildly funny person. What made him appear so serious was the fact that he never smiled with his mouth. He did it all with his eyes. He had brilliant blue eyes and when he thought of something funny, his eyes would flash and if you looked carefully, you could actually see a tiny little golden spark dancing in the middle of each eye. But the mouth never moved. I was glad my father was an eye smiler. It meant he never gave me a fake smile, because it's impossible to make your eyes twinkle if you aren't feeling twinkly yourself. A mouth smile is different. You can fake a mouth smile any time you want, simply by moving your lips. I've also learned that a real mouth smile always has an eye smile to go with it. So watch out, I say, when someone smiles at you with his mouth, but the eyes say the same. It's sure to be bogus. My father was not what you would call an educated man, and I doubt if he had read 20 books in his life. But he was a marvellous storyteller. He used to make up a bedtime story for me every single night, and the best ones were turned into serials and went on for many nights running. One of them, which must have gone on for at least 50 nights, was about an enormous fellow called the Big Friendly Giant, or the BFG for short. The BFG was three times as tall as an ordinary man, and his hands were as big as wheelbarrows. He lived in a vast underground cavern, not far from our filling station, and he only came out into the open when it was dark. Inside the cavern, he had a powder factory, where he made more than a hundred different kinds of magic powder. Occasionally, as he told his stories, my father would stride up and down, waving his arms and waggling his fingers. But mostly he would sit close to me on the edge of my bunk and speak very softly. The big friendly giant makes his magic powders out of the dreams that children dream when they are asleep, he said. How? I asked. Tell me how, Dad. Dreams, my love, are very mysterious things. They float around in the night air like little clouds, searching for sleeping people. Can you see them? I asked. Nobody can see them. Then how does the big friendly giant catch them? Ah, my father said, that is the interesting part. A dream, you see as it goes drifting through the night air, makes a tiny little buzzing humming sound, a sound so soft and low, 
it is impossible for ordinary people to hear it. But the BFG can hear it easily. His sense of hearing is absolutely fantastic. I loved the far intent look on my father's face when he was telling a story. His face was pale and still and distant, unconscious of everything around him. The BFG, he said, can hear the tread of a ladybird's footsteps as she walks across a leaf. He can hear the whispering of ants as they scurry around in the soil, talking to one another. He can hear the sudden shrill cry of pain a tree gives when a woodman cuts into it with an axe. Ah yes, my darling, there is a whole world of sound around us that we cannot hear because our ears are simply not sensitive enough. What happens when he catches the dreams? I asked. He imprisons them in glass bottles and screws the tops down tight, my father said. He has thousands of these bottles in his cave. Does he catch the bad dreams as well as the good ones? Yes, my father said. He catches both, but he only uses the good ones in his powders. What does he do with the bad ones? He explodes them. It is impossible to tell you how much I loved my father. When he was sitting close to me on my bunk, I would reach out and slide my hand into his, and then he would fold his long fingers around my fist, holding it tight. What does the BFG do with his powders after he has made them? I asked. In the dead of night, my father said, he goes prowling through the villages, searching for houses where children are asleep. Because of his great height, he can reach windows that are one and even two flights up. And when he finds a room with a sleeping child, he opens his suitcase. His suitcase? I ask. The BFG always carries a suitcase and a blowpipe, my father said. The blowpipe is as long as a lamppost. The suitcase is for the powders. So he opens the suitcase and selects exactly the right powder and he puts it into the blowpipe and he slides the blowpipe in through the open window and poof, he blows in the powder and the powder floats around the room and the child breathes it in. And then what? I asked. And then, Danny, the child begins to dream, a marvellous and fantastic dream. And when the dream reaches its most marvellous and fantastic moment, then the magic powder really takes over. And suddenly, the dream is not a dream any longer, but a real happening. And the child is not asleep in bed. He is fully awake and is actually in the place of the dream and is taking part in the whole thing. I mean, really taking part in real life. More about that tomorrow. It's getting late. Good night, Danny. Go to sleep. 
My father kissed me and then he turned down the wick of the little paraffin lamp until the flame went out. He seated himself in front of the wood stove, which now made a lovely red glow in the dark room. Dad, I whispered, what is it? Have you actually seen the big friendly giant? Once, my father said, only once. You did? Where? I was out behind the caravan, my father said, and it was a clear moonlit night, and I happened to look up, and suddenly I saw this tremendous tall person running along the crest of the hill. He had a queer, long striding, lolloping gait, and his black cloak was streaming out behind him like the wings of a bird. There was a big suitcase in one hand and a blowpipe in the other, and when he came to the high hawthorn hedge at the end of the field, he just strode over it as though it wasn't there. Were you frightened, Dad? No, my father said. It was thrilling to see him and a little eerie, but I wasn't frightened. Go to sleep now. Good night.